Welcome to Logically, a show where we talk about the logical emotional split of current events, old events, and basically whatever seems like a good topic. So pretty much just the last part of that intro. Uh, hi, hope your day's going well. Um, mine is pretty great, actually. Well, I just got off a stream, I don't know, maybe, maybe 30 minutes ago, uh, with a couple people who were, we just playing Bloons Tower Defense 6, talking about the, you know, death of Flash player and everything. Well, not really. We mentioned it like once or twice, but that was the topic of the stream, but we didn't really talk about it, so, you know, we were good at that. Uh, we just played Blue Tower, Tower Defense. Other than that, not much has happened. Uh, hope yours is eventful in the right way. <laughs> um, speaking of events, today we're going to be talking about something that is kind of a major historical event uh, and has affected history in some of the best and some of the worst ways. So today we're going to be talking about religion, specifically about why it's a thing. Now we're not going to get into cement, like get into which one is correct or which one's not, and which one makes the most sense and does it line up. Because to be quite frank, it doesn't matter which one lines up, because the purpose of a religion, realistically, was never to understand everything. It was ease of mind. Uh, you know, so it was all taken by circumstantial evidence and turned into something, a belief system with morals so people could follow it and the world would be a bit of a better place. And it failed and succeeded. I should have said it in the opposite way. You know, it succeeded and failed. But, you know, point to point. It succeeded in the beginning. Um, and today's age, we're seeing it not do so hot. Uh, now, sorry if you hear my chair lift myself up by the chair to reposition in my seat uh, I was also moving my cup so sorry if you heard that now first we want to talk about when it all began and I'm not saying like the beginning of time and space and everything but like the beginning of religion the beginning of people trying under trying to understand why everything is why it all exists and we had a couple different things. Uh, pretty much all my resources have said that Hinduism is the world's oldest religion. Um, according to many scholars, with roots and customs dating back more than 4,000 years. So that's that's a long, long time. 4,000 years. Um, now, I've also got a little timeline up here. Uh, I think it's kind of accurate, at least. It's, it's actually... Yeah. So... You know, uh, Middle Paleolithic whew, words uh, era, uh, despite claims by some researchers of bear worship. Okay, I, I swear I did my research. It's also known as bear cult. Yes, bear cult. Uh, religious of worshiping of bears. Many Eurasian. Okay, that I mean that makes sense. Worship bears. They're super powerful animals, and in a lot of places they're the top of the food chain. So yeah. So, believe in the afterlife and other rituals, the archaeological evidence does not support the presence of religious practices by modern humans or Neanderthals during this period. So, basically, in the Middle Paleolithic, which is 200,000 to 50,000 BCE, um, we're not entirely sure whether there was or not. Um, now, again, there's some people saying bear worship and everything, but that could very likely just be like a, they're top of the food chain we respect them like you have to think a lot of human nature and a lot of animalistic nature kind of falls back on the whole like respect power kind of deal uh, it's why people like specific figures and power and all that kind of stuff like that you respect 
the power they command. So it makes quite a bit of sense that, you know, people would respect the power a bear has because bears are, well, bears. They're, uh, like I said, they're the top of the food chain in many, many ecosystems. Um, in 100,000 BCE, you have the earliest known human burial in the Middle East. There was a documentary I was watching, actually, that sort of talked about this one. I don't remember where exactly it was, but they had these mounds, and they would build like what seemed to be burial ritual temples and everything, which does very, very much relate to religion. You know, like it, burial is respect for the dead, respect for possibly your ancestor, something like that. Um, and a lot of religions are very much based off that. So, again, it's not confirmed. It's just human burial. That's that. Seventy thousand to thirty-five thousand Neanderthals bur Neanderthal burials take place in areas of Europe and the Middle East. Same deal, just a different, uh, different species. And yes, Neanderthals are different species. It's not just an insult that people fling around someone they think is dumb. Though it is probably my favorite insult that anybody has ever flung at like somebody else for being uh, unintelligent, misinformed, uninformed. You know, whatever. Uh, because, like, historically, uh, that's why we have, like, the uncanny valley effect and all that kind of stuff. Because at a specific period in time, I think there were three other species of Homo sapiens running around other than just uh, humans. So it's like, you know, it's it, it, it's genocide ingrained in our bones, basically. Like, we must be the only and last one standing. So, yeah, that's kind of... It, it's, 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 it's not a creative insult anymore, but it's one that... Makes more sense, I guess. Uh, 40,000 BCE, the remains of one of the earliest known uh, atomically modern humans to be discovered, cremated, was buried near Lake Mungo. Uh, Lake Mungo is... Prominent sense of human remains... The Lake Mungo remains... Da, 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 da. Lake Mungo is in New South Wales, Australia, specifically the World Heritage listed uh, Willandra Lakes region. I hope I said that right. If I didn't... Sorry, that's the best shot I got, though. I was reading that one. Okay. Uh, 38,000. I'm not even going to try and say that. Uh, zoomorphic animal-shaped sculpture in the world. One of the oldest known sculptures in general was made. Sculpture has also been interpreted as anthropomorphic, giving human characteristics to an animal, although it may have, uh, although it may have represented a deity. Again, we don't know. So, the thing is when writing became a thing is when religion really took off right but so we're talking about the beginning of it to try to understand why it's a thing we're not just talking about it to be like oh this is the research behind it and everything so like i'm not going to go through every single bit of this is religion this is religion this is religion this is religion you know like i'm not going to go through all of that and start talking about it. i mean i can literally there's information from medio middle paleolithic all the way up to 2020 you know like, saying, that, oh, these are the events that happened in religion and these specific times and everything. It, it, it doesn't really matter all that much because none of it tells us what we're here for. None of it tells, it why, tells us why religion is a thing. Though, religion has been a factor of the human experience throughout history. That's just, that's general knowledge. You know, like, religion has shaped the world we live in. Um, from conquests to just people thinking in very different ways because of different religions. Uh, and a lot, a lot of it predates written history, I'm sure. But we don't really 
I don't want to say we don't know, but we can't be sure, you know, because like if we were sure we'd write it down and be like, ah, oh, yeah, like we'd have to have somebody who was basically there. Like you'd have to know for certain what they worshiped, what their belief system was, all that kind of stuff to be able to say like, yes, this was their religion. But we don't know. We have little carvings on that kind of stuff because they didn't have a written language, you know, even hieroglyphics, though not many people can read them. Even, like, Egyptian hieroglyphics tell us a story. They tell us of the gods. They tell us of, you know, all the Egyptian gods and everything. And now you can literally just go on Google and Google Egyptian gods. I, you know, every time I try to type and speak at the same time, I mess up. And, you know, you get you get a leth of... A, 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 God, I was reading Seth when I said that. Um, but, like, you know, you get a... You just you get a list of Egyptian gods... You know, and now you're sitting here reading about the Egyptian gods. You're like, oh yeah, uh, I said Seth, so we're gonna read about Seth. Seth is a god of chaos and violence, deserts and storms. In the Osiris myth, he's the murderer of Osiris. In some versions of the myth, he tricks Osiris into laying down in a coffin and then seals it shut. Uh, Seth's appearance poses as a problem for Egyptologists. He is often depicted as an animal or a human with the head of an animal, uh, but they can't figure out what animal he's supposed to be. He usually has a long snout and long ears that are squared, at, or scar, yeah, squared at the tips in his fully animal form. He has a thin, dog-like body and a straight tail with a tuft on the end. Many scholars now believe that no such animal ever existed and that, Seth, and that the Seth animal is some sort of mythical composite. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. Who knows? Maybe they're just bad at drawing. I'm sure that probably wasn't it. But, like, maybe. Maybe somebody who created it just was bad at drawing didn't want to admit it they're humans after all maybe they just didn't want to admit their wrongs that happens but you know like there's all that kind of stuff you can you, you can look up but why did it happen and why why is it still a thing today you know and i'm not that's not me going after religion or anything but like whoa it's wrong but like why why is it still a thing you know that that's the biggest question is why is it still a thing or well why and then you know, the, t the two different questions of this episode. And we're already ten minutes in and I haven't even discussed them yet. So the first one, why is it a thing? Much like the actual beliefs of religion and everything, uh, we have all these different belief systems within religion. And if you're thinking modern, then a lot of these belief systems seem to be a little outdated. At least if you're if you're progressive, you know, uh, we are, we're, we're thinking from a progressive standpoint here. Uh, so take that as you may. This is it, this isn't a biased episode towards a progressive standpoint whatsoever, by the way. Uh, this is solely an episode just from that point of view, because that's the best. It's the best I can do to discuss religion um, is looking at it from a 2021 point of view, which in all reality, is a progressive one, because the world progresses. Yeah, see how that works? Um, now, yeah, if you look at them, they're pretty outdated. Uh, it's only because you, you look at these belief systems and you see things like, uh, it's not okay to be gay. It's kind of a weird one, you know? Like, why does it matter? Uh, and it would have mattered if it were, if the population of the world was 100,000 and not some odd billion, trillion, uh, trillion, um, yeah, w world population, because I actually don't know. Let's look it up. 
population 2021 Seven trillion eight hundred seventy-four billion nine hundred sixty-five thousand eight hundred twenty-five. It is ridiculously large. But we look at that number and we say, what if it were two percent of what it is right now? You know. Then the existence of humans would be much more dependent on breeding. You know. Uh, it would be much more dependent on people not being uh, homosexual by any means. Now, of course, 2% is still 156,000 or 156 million. So that's a lot. But still, it'd be a bigger deal. You know, in today's world, overcrowding is an issue in some places. There's some people who don't have homes and all that kind of thing. So, you know overpopulation kind of an issue uh compared to like is it really important that everybody have kids no and you know, this this is a little personal tidbit and everything uh if you don't want kids don't have them you know uh, if you don't want kids do your thing live your life you don't owe anybody anything or the world anything fuck them <laughs> you know but uh it's it's this is that's the that's the testy thing about this though is like in the old world I'll, I'll i'll put it that way for the rest of this episode a lot of stuff mattered because it was existence it was growth of communities it was growth of all this stuff today yeah growth of communities is still a thing that probably would happen that needs to happen but like due to population density in different areas you know, like gro population growth in new york city doesn't need to happen as much as it does in uh well the entirety of kansas i guess <laughs> uh nothing against kansas it's just kansas is like entirely the middle of nowhere you know but like that's the thing is population growth in some small podunk town versus other places doesn't they don't stack up against each other in the same light whatsoever because they already have such a large population. And they have such a large migrating population as well when you talk about big cities. You talk about people going and living in the city all the time. Like, it's, it's, it's an absolute, just, it's a basic trope for a story. Go live in the big city, something happens, ah, life-changing. That kind of deal. And, uh, yeah, sure. I'm sure it's happened to millions and billions of people. They go live in a bigger city than they live in originally. Uh, life-changing events happen. Yeah, life-changing events happen every single day. You just don't realize it, you know? Even if an event changes how you react to something, then a life-changing event is all occurred. Uh, it was a life-changing event when I got my new keyboard a couple, uh, like a year ago. It's just a keyboard. It didn't make me a thousand times happier, a thousand times happier or anything like that, but it changed what keyboard I have sitting in front of me technically life-changing uh or it at least changes my life for however long this keyboard lasts so you know when i say that i don't mean it has to be sorry i got real close to the mic there Ooh. <laughs> uh just know that when i say that it doesn't mean that it was this massive crazy large event that has always happened to people because that's just not true but you know so that that belief system was protecting them from certain things uh, much like I think I talked about myths in the fear episode and everything uh, way early ago. You should definitely watch that episode. It was a fun one to record. 
but I talked about myths back then, and it was the same deal. They were made to protect people. You got the myth of, uh, like, uh, well, all these crazy myths. Uh, definitely watch uh, Monster? River Monsters. River Monsters is what the show is called. Watch River Monsters and sit there and just, like, truly try to understand why they made all these myths. Try to understand, like, you know, you go through, and of course, Jeremy Wade, he's the guy on the show and everything. He'll tell you oftentimes, like, oh, well, there's this myth, and I'm going to investigate it, so I'm going to fish for these river monsters, and then he'll catch them, and they're this monstrously large fish, you know? Uh, and then he's like, yep, this is it. This will definitely slap a human and kill him or something like that. Like, it's, it's not like they're actually vicious oftentimes. It's just the fact that, like, wrong place wrong time sometimes uh but also sometimes they're just not nice fish uh piranha is a good example it's not it's not the fact that it's not a nice fish and it's just gonna attack you like you see in so many movies and media uh it's actually just blood in the water makes them go into a frenzy that's how it happens uh, and actually i think he disproved that i don't know i think you have to be bleeding i think it's the bleeding meat uh will do it i don't know don't quote me entirely on that stuff because I'm not entirely sure. Uh, you know, so religion is meant to protect. Religion is also meant to give us hope for the afterlife, for whatever is after, you know, we live. I guess it's afterlife, yeah. But, uh, and that's okay. But, like, if religion were something that was trying to be founded today, it would be unbased quickly. Back then, they also used it as a mean of science, which isn't something people talk about enough. Religion used to be the form of science for many people. Uh, because they didn't have the instruments to really know as much as we know now. That thought the earth was flat, you know? Well, we've proven that wrong now. You know, there's a lot of things that they say, like, oftentimes people would also be like, the heavens, that kind of thing. Uh, and they thought that like, they didn't know the solar system and the galaxy, but they didn't know all of that was a thing. So, the heavens were just like the clouds and the night sky and all that kind of stuff, right? And when we see, think night sky, we think uh, stars and all that, you know, billions and billions and trillions of light years away and all that kind of stuff. But now you don't really think of it like that. To yawn. I think I yawned last episode a lot too. I don't remember. It was one of the episodes recently. But now we don't really think of like the night sky. Well, we they didn't think of it back then like that. Uh, they thought of it more of a not two D, but like a closer thing than that. But, like that amount of distance, even us knowing and having a measurement for that amount of distance, the human brain cannot comprehend just how ridiculously far that is. You know. It's like the size of the earth. You can't comprehend the size of the earth. Something so trivial that we all know the earth is ridiculously large and it houses all these places and all that kind of thing, right? Like, we all know it's large, but just how large? Like, we can't comprehend it. You know, it's it's too big. I think that's one of the things with religion, was a lot of people just couldn't comprehend a lot you know they couldn't comprehend a lot of the things and why these things were so they made up their own thing or 
they found inspiration or whatever. I, I don't care, you know, their motivation for doing it. Well, that's their motivation. I care about that. I don't care about, like, why they discovered this set of beliefs that they did and how they marketed it to other people and all that kind of thing. Like, somebody comes and knocks on my door and asks me if, like, and if God's not a thing. And somebody comes up and is like, hey, you want to worship God? And I'm like, who's God? You know, like, I don't, I don't know this person. Uh, and why would I worship him? What's he going to do for me? And they start talking about, like, it's not a person. It's an, it's a be, it's an entity and all that kind of thing. And um, The first religions that popped up anyways were uh, polytheistic. So it would have been more like, you want to, uh, maybe their souls pictures are for a specific God. You know, think of like Shark Tank, but you're fitting the right God to the right, to the right buyer. That's really, that's really what I imagine it to be like. That's just, that's an interesting way to think of it, actually. Uh, but, you know, so we get that, that answer sort of quite, or that question sort of answered. Why did it become a thing? When? A long time ago, <laughs> you know? The thing is, how would it stack up today? If religion were being invented today, how would it stack up? And the short answer is not well. We have a lot of things that disprove religion. Uh, if science was the forefront and religion came second, or if like science was the forefront and then somebody tried to, you know, introduce religion, it would have been taken much like science was in the beginning. You know, they didn't believe that the earth was earth was round. It was accepted way after that it was discovered. You know, uh, science was often oftentimes called witchcraft and all that kind of thing and alchemy was a very like frowned upon thing but like it's just chemistry you know all of that stuff is just chemistry it's just well not everything's chemistry uh, but it's just it's science it's something you can reproduce it's something that we can understand as humans and maybe maybe that's why some people fought it instead of religion maybe because we can understand it a little more we can reproduce the results we can make sure everything happens um, what about the anomalies and the stories of religion and everything? I'm not doubting or saying religion's incorrect. I'm just saying that's why people do it. And logically speaking, religion is a difficult thing to prove. Like, just in general. Even if something happens once, who's to say it'll happen a second time? Like, literally, that's a big thing in religion, right? If you can make a miracle happen once... It's a miracle. It's insane. It's crazy. It's wild. That's that's it. That's you know. It's it's wow. If you make a miracle happen twice, well, you might be the second coming of Jesus or whatever. A uh, Jesus was a savior, but also an apostle. So like maybe he's just a, like a really gifted apostle in another religion. Depends on what religion you have. I I'm not really sure what all of them are called. To be completely honest with you, this wasn't a. This wasn't a thing I researched or scripted. So, well, the show was. The, you know, the that bit was not. But, you know, so repeatable evidence is something that's incredible. I can tell you that if I pick up one pencil, you know, I'll, I'll do it right now just for, just for clarification's sake. I pick up one pencil in one hand and I pick up one pencil in the other hand and I put them in bo both in one hand. I have two pencils in one hand. I can do this over and over and over again. Also, they're lead pencils, uh, mechanical pencils. 
That's that's the actual term for them, not lead pencils, because uh, I don't have any regular pencils. But so you probably heard them shaking around and everything. What's the thing? Like something humans can understand, something we can process through our monkey brains, you know. And then of course, the creation story, in every uh, every religion, is something that people feed off of as well. Humans want to understand. That's our nature. And that's why we are the last Homo sapiens on Earth. Now, I don't actually... We don't know that we're the last Homo sapiens on Earth. Like, there's always, like, the myths of, like, Bigfoot and that kind of thing. And I don't think the Bigfoot myth is to protect people so much. Uh, if it is to protect people, it's definitely been capitalized off of and reversed. Because now people want to hunt for Bigfoot. And if Bigfoot was just a myth to be like, hey, there's some scary bears in the woods, then I got bad news for you. Uh, I wonder what Mothman was a warning for. That's a side thought. Maybe I'll make an episode on Mothman. He's a cool one. Uh, but, you know, like, we're quite likely the last Homo sapiens on Earth. But the reason for that is because we want to understand and know everything. If somebody shoots a flaming ball at you, and guns are not invented and all that kind of stuff, and you don't understand how fire works and oil and all that, then Neanderthals would likely run away from it, thinking it's very strong. Now, again, I don't know what Neanderthals would have thought like, but it's a close guess, I guess. Um, or an educated guess. But humans would also run away and think it's powerful, but then they would think, how did they make that happen? What did they do? And that led us to success. That led us to uh, being the last one standing. So that's something that's continued. Like that, that is human nature. Quite literally, that is human nature. So that kind of thing right there also leads us to want and feed off of this religion aspect of, oh, the earth was created in... X, Y, Z, you know, whatever. This is the creation story of everything. This is why humans are a thing. This is why these animals are a thing. But, and oftentimes uh, people are like, oh, well, science can't be right because the earth was created, the Christian story, of course, the earth was created in seven, or in uh, six days, and God took the seventh off. Um, but, like, the thing is, there's a lot of creatures that weren't told in the story. So you have to think, maybe... And you know what? I'll give religion the... You know, here's credit of the doubt. You know, that kind of thing. Um, maybe maybe God did create those animals. If there is an omnipotent, all-knowing, all-seeing being, all-powerful as well, gotta add that in there, all-powerful being, then time time's relative to humans. We created that concept anyways, right? Time doesn't matter to him. What if he's still making the earth? What if he's in, what, what, what if he's in day three still? You know? Who knows? Not us, that's for sure. But so yeah, religion. Confusing, not confusing. All around an important thing in human history and something that will continue to just influence every single bit of our history in wonderful ways 
and in quite negative ways, I'm sure, as it has in the past and presently, you know? But as always, thank you for listening to Logically. If you want a second episode on religion and at any specific basis of religion, uh, let me know. You know, uh, just kind of helps me helps me gauge uh, and I know this episode sort of left open-ended uh, I got some answers in there and everything uh, I got some reasoning in there uh, but th- there's still some to be desired I just don't want these episodes to drag off too long because ah, they don't work if they're too long you know but that's, that's the biggest thing is really if you want one just let me know uh, if you like what you heard consider following the podcast if you want more also consider following the podcast you know that's kind of how it works if you liked it you probably want more uh and it's you can you know like follow the podcast on whatever app or website you're listening it uh onto head over to twitter and follow me at age fluffy that's a g e f l u f f y and i'll let you know whenever a new episode is coming out uh normally it's every tuesday and friday now you can also at me on there i believe my messages are probably open uh you can direct message me and let me know be like hey I want to see this episode. I want to know, you know, uh, you know all the kind of stuff, everything. Uh, you can just let me know. Give me feedback on the podcast. I take feedback, uh, negative, positive, doesn't matter. Feedback is feedback. And yeah, thank you for listening. I'll see you in the nep- next episode.